The podcast you are about to listen to is explicit and may not be suitable for children. Some content may be triggering and graphic. These stories are real. And as we all know, real can sometimes be hard to look at. However, it is necessary for healing and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I am Lori. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit. And today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed, Lori, and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Lori, Ed, and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. Okay, guys, so uh, how's everybody doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah. I, my body hurts a lot this week. Um, we've had some weather recently that <laughs> yeah. Oh, it yeah. always causes like the arthritis mm-hmm. and you know the other things I've got going on to really spike. So that's been interesting. I've been kind of you know, medicating a lot, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I got this amazingly, like, out of nowhere. My wife's friend had had something from, uh, do you know doTERRA? Or the yeah. Oils? yeah, yeah. She had had the deep blue rub on mm-hmm. auto, like, send. Yeah. And she ended up not really using it much so i got two tubes in the mail oh wow of deep blue rub which oh. is really a good i mean it's a good deal so yeah i've been using that and just kind of nurturing and taking care and uh yesterday the kids went away they oh went wow. off with the uncle and the aunt wow and uh we decided that we'd redo the living room <gasps> Ah. So, what did you do? Yeah, that's what we got into it. So uh, we bought a new rug. Nice. So it's going to have a rug in there again. Nice. Um, we bought, we did it the adult way. We actually bought some padding for under it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, know, yeah. Not Great. just throw the rug on the floor. Yeah. Um, so we did that and we we got a thing to put the TV up on the wall. So the TV is oh. like catty corner. Yeah. One of the corners now. Um what else do we do? Oh, and I replaced the light fixture for like the third time. Honestly, we've we've had this issue uh-huh. with the light because it's an overhead light. So we had this one up there for the longest time that was like literally the old style. Any seventies home you would have walked into would have had this light. It like like the shade. The yeah, sh- yeah, yeah, a square light in a Screw square them. shade. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I know it. I grew up in the seventies. <laughs> exactly. So I have one or two of those in the house. Still, you know? <laughs> so we found a few months ago. It's longer than that. It's probably six months ago now. We found this really beautiful orange and blue and it had dragonflies and it was like a stained glass oh gosh so i ordered that and then it took four months to get here holy it took forever to get here yeah because i guess it with all the china shipping's been crazy yeah. yeah so finally got it put it up we were so excited and it made the room so dark Oh, oh no. no! It just was not. There was not light. It was like an orange hue. I would have loved oh. that though. But yeah, anyway. Because that's your main light so, in the living room, so you you so count we took on it that, out. right? Yeah, right. So we've been using lamps basically, and yep. I've got. I love stained glass. So I've Me got, too. Like blue stained glass lamps. Oh mm. nice. And so it just hasn't been really bright in there, and especially you know coming into winter, like I need it to be bright. Uh-huh. Like I don't like dim light i need bright light or no light that's kind of uh-huh right um so we got this other light and put up a new light last night again so. and do you like this one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's um like a galvanized steel look uh-huh i like and that it's like a basket kind of um, oh cool yeah with two oh. of the older you know those old kind of light bulbs yeah. In. yeah 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 
Yeah. Cool. Nifty. Yeah, so we kind of mixed it up a little bit. We might be moving some things around. I think I'm going to get rid of my entertainment center, too. Uh-huh. Because um, I don't really need it as much anymore. It looks kind of out of place now. Mm-hmm. Um, so fresh stuff it feels good doesn't it it really now did you did you paint because because i, I mean, wondered if he was painting well, yeah, too not, did not paint. We so did not paint. For, for for our audience you know jason for the I longest paint time like you change underwear absolutely every time i would go over there it would be a completely different color and yeah. i could have been over there one week and the next and it, it was completely different color yeah no it was it, we painted it when we because we had moved out of the house for a year and then we yeah. moved back in because we were trying to sell it at the time and that didn't work out so when we moved back in we painted it a blue and we've really liked that Pretty yeah that's cool. the color yeah. blue that I like on the walls a lot of people use these colors that I think um, look better on cars or shirts yeah but the color that you have in your living room yeah. That's the color blue it's that like I like. It's like a Doctor it's, Who TARDIS blue. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Which, of course, is one of my favorite colors, so I'm, like, all yeah. about that. And if you have enough light, and you've got plenty of light in your plenty of windows, it just, it, yeah. it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I really like that color blue. So how's everybody else doing? That's been my last 24 hours. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've been kind of on the same page that you are. We've we've been working on the shop. Oh, I know. You showed us pictures of the, the oh, floor. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So I... That was really pretty, by the way. Yeah. I'm, lo I'm loving it. I am. I'm loving it. it it's, it's the perfect floor for the color lavender yeah. purple that I put on that, yeah. those walls. So I, the floor is like a gray woodish... It's like a cool color rather than a warm because it was the southern yellow pine, yeah. which is a warm yeah. Yeah. color. And when it, it's real light, but when it ages, it gets real yellowy, really yeah. warm. So this is a cool, yeah, more rustic barn board type yeah. look yeah. with like a lot of gray and yeah, right. With a lot of pattern in it, which I love. You know, the more knots in the pine, the yep. more pattern yeah. in the wood. I'm, I love it. So and yeah, it's that interlocking flooring, right? Yes. How was that to put in? It's so easy to put in. Really? Yeah, it's the easiest thing in the world. And you know what I love about it? Because you guys know that I've got wood floors all through my house. Yeah. And dogs. I've had dogs my whole entire adult life, and you know, kids and. I'm not the easiest person on things. Like, I'm a little klutzy, so if there's something to drop, I'll drop it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah, we all... You, you use it. You live yeah, it. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. do. And, like, it's a well-worn, beaten path. My home's been open to so many people that it's just wearing down in places. And it dings up, and, you know, refinishing the floor is a real bitch. And it's expensive. Yeah. You got to rent the sandy. You got to be yeah. really careful not to go too deep. Yeah. Then, you know... If you want to stain it before you urethane it, it should, a floor really honestly should have like six coats for it to hold up. Yeah. And then it's still not going to. Yeah. So it costs a small fortune. It's a lot of time. And all of my friends have been doing this quick click floor, right? Yeah. One of my friends dropped a cast iron fry pan on their quick click floor, didn't leave a mark, dented the fry pan. I'm like, this is what my house needs. Right. Something like this. Right. So I was able to get that way cheaper than I would have to refinish that floor. Um, we're laying it right over the old wood. Yeah. With the foam underneath it. So hopefully that's going to create more warmth because, you <clears throat> yeah. know, wood floors are cold. So hopefully right. that will be a little bit more of an insulation barrier. But they're simple, simple to clean. You know, it's just yeah. going to be so simple. And it's... and. It's going to look really good, so I'm excited about that. And right. I've been in there working my butt off, painting, second coat and everything. You know, filling fill in the, the little dings on the first coat where you see, like, the nail heads. And doing all of that. And because Eddie, you know, is a I would have just painted over it, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Eddie. Come home and just be like, Eddie, I did it. Yeah, it's well. Done. And we had. to move furniture in. <laughs> and, and we kind of had a go-round about that, too. But. But I did. I filled in those because that's just spackle and it dries quick and I can sand it out real quick. Right. So I did that and, and second coated things. I don't care that he doesn't like my painting. It needs to get done. <laughs> it needs to get done. And waiting on you, making everything perfect. It's it, I'm over it. 
Yeah. It's, you, you know, you, I mean, you, it should have been six weeks. It's been six months, technically a year. I'm fucking over it. You're ready for this to go through. Yeah, it needs to. Yeah. It just needs to. I've been crowded yeah. consistently. I won't even well, get into and, that. Yeah, but. you don't like your space being out of sorts, and this has caused it to be out of sorts the whole time. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. That's an issue for me. Uh, and then, And then there have been times where I've been doing card reads for people, and people show up, or um, I've been doing business at the table, and people are coming in while I'm talking to a client on the phone, or, you know, I've told everybody don't come near the fucking house at all, because I have a client coming, and guess what happens? You know, I've, lo- I've closed all the curtains and locked the door, but guess what happens? I'm feeling incredibly crowded. Either this room gets done or someone's going to die and it won't be me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm feeling really pushed to my limit. So we had a go round um, about all of those things. And watch out, Eddie. Lori's on fire. Right. I tell you what, it's been crazy. But he, he seemed to hear me and get it and accept it. Although the other night we were uh, cleaning out the porch, which has also been an issue for me for three years because I refused but my goats have grown to the point where I really needed my stanchion because wrangling them to do hoof trimming and stuff they're they're big strong goats they don't look very heavy Clarice is over a hundred pounds right you know my lightest goat is like 65 so they don't want to be messed with I need to have my equipment so that I can do things so that it doesn't hurt me so I we cleaned the porch out yeah Michael came over. He said he'd help me. We waited until just about time for Eddie to get home. And then when he got home, I said to him, hey, come on over here. It's like this. We're doing it. You're helping. Okay? I love you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This is going to be fun. (laughs) We're going to work together. (laughs) He gave me the slow blink. But he said, okay, let me go put my stuff down and I'll help. So it... It worked out great. We got that whole porch cleaned out and organized. We we threw away shit because, like, I've talked to him about you're worthy of good stuff. You don't need right. other people's yeah. shit. So because he now knows that he's worthy of good stuff, we threw out, like, ten big garbage bags full awesome. of shit nice. that awesome. went to the dump the next day. So we got that going on. There's been all sorts of stuff. So it's been a great week for me. As far as moving forward motion, yeah. I like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, that anger came out and did its job and yep. got shit moving. Nice. Yeah, Very yeah. Nice. And it came out in a way that um, I'm okay with because yeah. it's nothing that made me feel guilty afterwards. It's you that know? essence anger. Yeah, yeah, it did the right. Genuine yeah, anger. It was genuine. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So uh, it's been an interesting week. I... Um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I said that we, you know, we talked. I talked to a friend of mine <clears throat> inadvertently by by shitting on his post and uh, on social <laughs> media. Yeah, uh, so that happened. That rabbit um, hole. And then, well, it, and it was good because he's he's actually he cooked with me up at the at the ski resort, but he's really a construction worker, and uh, he was given an offer that he can't refuse. Like it's an incredibly beautiful, I mean, it's really, really nice offer. So he's going to go and work there for two years and he really wanted to get together, have dinner and whatnot. So I went up, I had planned on going up later in the week. Well, the Saturday before that all happens, I get a call saying that the family that I used to live with, my friends that I used to live with, their youngest was having a birthday party on the Monday. So I went up to the ski resort on Monday, came back down, worked on Tuesday, up to the ski resort on Wednesday to go and have dinner. So it was a lot of traveling this week. But the cool thing is... Um, beautiful traveling. It was, yeah. it really, it like, it was gorgeous. Yeah. It was an, it's a beautiful road. It is, it is, absolutely. So it was, it was a really nice uh, uh, travel up. And of course, because of my recent luck with the chicken of the woods mushroom, right? I, uh, my eyes are now peeled for any color in the woods that could possibly be <laughs> yeah. one of the three or four mushrooms that are easy to identify from the road. Um, didn't find any, didn't care, still really pretty. Yeah. Um, but I also did, uh, on the way up on Wednesday uh, to dinner, I, um, I had a, uh, an intake. So I made the call 
to finally made the call to a provider for uh, outpatient therapy and for medication um, what management. And uh, uh, it was good, you know, so they, they got me in for an assessment and um, nice. and intake. And I had been told when I made the, the, uh, the appointment that their outpatient therapy was completely full. It was completely at capacity. And I'm like, okay, well, at least the med management will be there. And, and when that happens, that'll happen. And, you know, I have other avenues. And so that, that's kind of cool. So I get there. I meet this guy. And I, I mentioned that. And he said, well, that's, that's kind of funny. He's like, because I just let go of two clients yesterday. Like, I just we just discharged two clients yesterday. He's like, so I'm just putting the seat out there. If you're interested, I, you know, I know that you're not from this area, but because uh, I had to travel a little bit for the, yeah. the assessment. Um, but, you know, I, I, we could do this. And I was like, okay, well, let, let, you know, let me think about it. So we go through the whole thing. We get through a couple of pieces and... Uh, the anxiety pieces and and then PTSD and he asked, was asking you know he's asking questions he's like you know hyper awareness of like oh yeah yeah I'm I'm in one end of of where I work the house where I work like the far end and I know where everybody is and I know what they're doing because I can hear the sounds in the house so like I know where the floor creaks and the person who's in the middle of the house doesn't always know where everybody is and it like blows my mind and I'm like so that's when I kind of realized that not only is that a superpower but it's also potentially potentially one of my issues yeah <laughs> um, yeah so we we're talking about that and then we were talking about the anxiety and uh he's like what you know he's like what's going on and we were talking about it and i i said you know the i do this podcast and <clears throat> we're doing really really well and things are, are flowing really well but like i get anxious Whenever and we've never had a problem, but <laughs> I get an anxious when we come down to a wire of some sort. Like I'm like, I have to remind myself that I'm safe. I have to figure out where I am. And he he brought up a question. He asked if I not self mutilate. Well, he asked that too. But if I ever sat there and like hit myself, you know. And I thought about it and I went, holy shit. When I was younger, when I was in my teenage years and didn't drive, mm -hmm. if my anxiety would be so bad when I was waiting for a ride and my parents were habitually late people all the time. Yeah. So even to get me to come and get me or to do whatever, and no matter who was giving me the ride, anytime they were at least a little bit late, I would start to have massive panic attacks and I would literally like hit my thighs. I would like, I would repeatedly, and I had forgotten about this. Uh-huh. So, like, I went through this space, and then I'm, like, you know, doing the podcast thing. We're, we're getting down to the wire a little bit, you know, here and there right now. And, and I, so I'm, like, starting to get in that space. And I, I equated it back to that. You know, I really equated it back to that and, and was able to, like, pinpoint this, this space that used to be way, way long ago. So, like, remembering that, you know, the world will not end. Right. And, you know, I, I, I am not Atlas, you know, and there's truthfully nothing that I can do about it if something were to go wrong, truthfully. So, right. you know, what, what's the point? So that was kind of cool. That yeah. was really cool. So today we're gonna to be do, we're gonna be starting a three segment series yeah. on the chakra system, which is about our energetic body, known in Sanskrit as the wheel. And yeah. we're gonna get into what that means. But we're going to start with the lower chakras within the body, and then we'll move up to other chakras. And the third one, the third segment, we'll finish it out with our higher chakras. Right. So most of us know, I mean, a lot of people run into the information and they believe that there are only seven different chakras mm -hmm. because that's, those are the ones that I think are most common within our Western knowledge and culture. Absolutely. I think that's, that's like, you can find that information anywhere. You can go into a crystal shop and right. a lot of times they have the pamphlets. I like the wands and stuff, right? Yeah. Right. Got the different colors. Abs yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's that's well known. Plus, you know, they they teach about the chakras and yoga, and lots of in yeah. meditation and and things like that. So I think people are very familiar, probably, 
not everybody, right, but, right. but um, people that are familiar with what the chakra system is are... are that image. Yes, with right. the image from the root chakra up to the crown chakra within the, the line, within the body. Yeah. These are the main chakras. They're... Sometimes the, I just have a question if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're ready. Uh, sometimes that top one is purple. Sometimes it's white. What is that about? Sometimes yeah. it's gold. Well, yeah, it's, I've seen that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I th- you know what I think that is? I think that is people who see energy. Yeah. Um, will see things radiating at different colors. Okay. Now I've I've worked with some people that see aura. Yeah. I sometimes see the aura. And auras are constantly changing. And when you're looking at those higher chakras, mm-hmm. depending on what you're channeling for energy, yeah, will depend on, I believe, what the color is. Right. Of that crown chakra. I, I absolutely yeah. believe if you're channeling at that time, you're probably going to see it more white. Yeah. yeah. Other than the indigo or, you know, the, the right. violet, actually, I think. Right. Yeah, because the third eye is the indigo, and the crown is generally depicted as violet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you're channeling light... It right. would be light. Yeah. You would see... You that's would, where it would come in, right? That is exactly where it comes in. Yeah. Okay. That's where our universal energy comes in, is through that crown. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. Sorry so, to get you distracted. Right. That's okay. I was wondering that's that okay. when you were talking about the colors. I remember seeing that top one sometimes as a different color. Absolutely. And I perceive them as different colors depending on who I'm working on and where I'm working with yeah. at the time. So. Our energy is consistently changing. So yeah. it would only make sense that we're radiating different colors at different times. Right. Yeah. And that could also impact our chakra system. Right. We have an idea of the colors, right? Mm-hmm. Because people have been studying them for years and they hand that information down. But we know that we're always learning, we're always growing, and right. we're ever changing. So that does not it's have like to be label. set in stone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, yeah. it's good to note. So, I mean, the chakra system was really idealized you know not idealized that's the wrong wrong word but you know brought into to conceptualization uh what it was the hindu vedas uh like 500 bc or before right. you know like it's been a long time and right. they considered the study of of the, our energy system the way that western society looks at like physical medicine mm-hmm. so a lot of that's out there so a lot of what what we we know we have to understand is continuing to evolve like our medicine continues to evolve absolutely so there's a lot of stuff out there as people you know are looking in and i don't know that people i'm excited about this topic because i don't know that people really pay attention to that energy system and how it it reacts with the body and our emotions and how it basically ties everything together it ties everything together and that's what i love about it uh, in the work that I do with myself to become a healthier person right. in every way that I possibly can, a lot of the work that I do is with my energetic body as the link to my physical body. Right. Because I understand if I'm holding something energetically, which is our emotions, yeah, right. the emotions are the energetic, um, that will make us physically sick. Yeah. So working with my physical body and my energetic body to help myself heal has become a, a passion of mine. Right. And it's something that if people are interested, I love and enjoy sharing <laughs> with them. You will talk to them about it for hours. Yeah, because um, I have noticed a significant difference in my own well-being since incorporating this type of work into my life. As part of your holistic yeah, approach to you. Absolutely. So what is, like, what's your definition of a chakra? What's the the definition that we're going to look at? We're going to look at our chakra system as the definition of the wheel that keeps our energy moving throughout our body, okay? So the main wheel. We're not going to look at all the other little wheels and pulleys. Right. Right. Because in the Vedic traditions, there's like 88,000 right. chakras, you know. And, and that's you guys like, have already lost me here. So what? Pulleys and wheels? Yeah. And, like, I was imagining, you know, what I see in the thing, like a glowing light or something. Right. So, you know, I'm looking at it like there's so many chakras within the body, right? Now, if you think of this big piece of equipment, you've got the main motor and that helps it run. And then there's all these little pieces to this big piece of equipment that all come together and help it run. It's the same way with our body. 
but it would be almost impossible to go over every single little tiny chakra. But if we keep the main chakra system, if we keep focusing on that with our main body, yeah. we can get healthy, which will then have that trickle-down effect and trickle down into all those other little chakras as right. well. So, so basically, <clears throat> like you said, that, that, that ball that we see, yeah. chakra is Sanskrit meaning for the wheel. wheel. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of people feel it, see it as uh, like a disc. Yeah. Uh, some yeah, I've people, heard that spinning. Yeah, know, that's like spinning. Like stop spinning, right? Right. Yeah. That. That, that's problematic. Or or a ball. And, and that also is spinning. And it really is how we process the specific energies. Each chakra works with parts of the body, but it also works with very specific energies, which we will go through as we start explaining each chakra. Yeah. Yes. So today we're gonna do what? We're gonna segment. Yeah, we're so gonna which segment. Which ones do we think we're gonna? Do we think? Which ones do we think we're gonna work on today? Well, we think. We think. <laughs> <laughs> we think we're gonna start. We're going to start in a place that most people um, don't start. Right. Most people that talk about this will start at the root chakra, yep. which is within what you would see as your body. It's that typical depiction. Yeah that you see on every poster and uh, and all of that. We're going to go down below our feet about 12 inches. Okay, We're so going to start there. The Earth Star. The Earth Star. Yep. And today... So is, this, is the star a chakra? The Earth Star Chakra. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay, the chakra is named the Earth Star. Yeah, that's the name of it. It's yep. interesting to note, and in... in in some of the translations that I've seen, that if they are outside of the body, whether they are below or whether they are above, yeah. in that main line along the spine, yeah. that they are called stars or gateways, uh -huh. one or the other. And a lot of it depends on the translation that comes through from the Sanskrit. Mm -hmm. Now, what about and, the crown? Because that's outside of your body. That's the well, the, one, right? the crown is actually still within the body. It's, it's at the crown of the head right here. It radiates up because it's energy, so it radiates. they usually show it like above there. Right. Yeah, it comes right from here. It's the channel, so it's still within your... It's still within your body. It's technically considered part of the body. Yeah. The seven body chakras. Yeah. So right from here, Lori's pointing to yes. like where a guy usually goes bald. Yes. Right? The male pattern baldness at the back of the head. Not the receding right. by the bangs, but the right there the at the yeah. crown of yeah. the head. Um, so it's in your brain. Yeah. And the reason why they call, like you're saying, the stellar gateways or the stars, whatever is in that energetic body below the body and above the body the most often you will find it's because that's helping you bring in some cosmic knowledge divine knowledge or right you know that's where the the divine energy channels and yeah and how that all works so yeah today we're going to start really basically just 12 inches below the feet with the earth star chakra okay what color is this one the earth star chakra is typically known as black Okay. Although I've seen it also as brown. I was just going to say it it depend that's the energy right. I think of a lot of people, you know, we're all we're all unique. Right. And yeah. I think that's part of that's part of what we need to start incorporating not to compare ourselves to other people especially in a day when so many people are saying, "Oh, let's take pictures of your aura." Oh, but your Oh, but you're looking brown today. Right. <laughs> you know, and then they're like, oh, I'm brown. Oh, what's wrong with me? Our energy is constantly changing. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with brown? <clears throat> you know, because yeah. they were hoping to hear that they'd be pink or something. They've, you know, there's this idea of what's good and what's like, bad. Like perfect color. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that is not right thinking. Yeah, that's right? not, you know. So, <laughs> so I think as, you know, it's typically known as black. It's been, it's been, um, talked about and shown as a brownish black sometimes it's been talked about as brown there are times it's that, probably like an earth color yeah well there are times that people say if it's highly active it'll be magenta so you you know i right. so how about it was magenta on that person yeah but it might not be on you and it still could be highly active so we won't compare Right. You know, we right. won't compare ourselves is, to other people. A lot of it people. has to do with perception. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's basically just being aware of these chakras, bringing them into your um, knowing mm -hmm. so that if you choose to, 
you can work with them in a way that may benefit you. Right. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of, you're going to find a lot of different ideas of the color. Yeah. yeah. And different depictions. Okay, so what does, like I want, I want to hear where you are with that. So what, yeah. what does the Earth Star work, work look like? What does that have to, where are the connections for that one? All right. So the Earth Star's purpose is yeah. oneness. Okay. It's a really basic purpose. It's oneness. When your Earth Star Chakra is well open and working in perfect harmony. Yeah. And, let's, and let's remember... None of us are perfect. We're here having a very human experience. Right. So, I mean, we're all going to have little symptoms and imbalances. We may find something in each one of these chakras that would be considered an imbalance that we can look at and heal. But, it, you know, other places in that chakra seem to be working just like, right. yeah, we're feeling good there. Oh, but there's this one thing. It's not for us to judge ourselves about. Right. It's to bring into our awareness so that maybe we can focus on healing that. Yeah. So the main purpose of the earth star chakra is oneness. So this chakra also dispels negativity. Mm -hmm. It works in a way so that it will, it's like your garbage bin or yeah. your recycling machine. Mm -hmm. So as, as negative energy comes into your field, the earth star chakra it, it recycles it back into the earth. Yep. It can turn it into light and power and recycle it. So it's like the, uh, what do you call those things? The garbage disposal? The garbage disposal. It's right. it's our garbage disposal. Or a compost bin. I yeah, like or a compost yeah. bin or, or your warehouse or, you yeah. know, for, you know, wherever you want to put your, your stuff, it, it recycles it for you. So that's that's one of the... The big pieces. The big that. pieces. It channels positive energy from the earth. So the earth is very healing and your earth star chakra will channel the positive energy from the earth. Yeah. When into I, your body. When I started working with Reiki, I, is the first time that I actually started looking at this chakra. Yeah. And I noticed that when I was working, when I, when I started becoming aware of it more and I was working with people that a lot of times it was closed like completely like it had stopped you know it closed is what i how i view it how i perceive it but that's basically that it's there's a block there and uh so it's would, lifestyle right and we would do a lot of this we would do some work around it and it always came up that these are the people that would hold on to negative experiences hold on to shit and ruminate over it so hmm. when you say it was funny because you said or not funny ironic you said dispel negativity yeah. i always think of it like you said like like the the garbage disposal where by letting it go you're if it's open you're letting go of that negativity absolutely you know and that goes into the earth to be transmuted the, the blocks would come in in places like lifestyle because we've changed so much over the course of you know the thousands of years that we've been right here on earth um people are more and more removed from the earth yeah. so the oneness, I mean, it, it seems really beautiful to me, like, because yeah. it makes sense where, you know, what do we all have in common? The earth. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. So it's where, it's it's almost like where we all plug in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the same source. And so to, we'll get yeah. there in, it's in one the of... root chakra, but that's where we, like, incorporate our spirit and our body. But the Earth Star Chakra is where we incorporate all of that into our existence, right. like on this planet. Yeah. You know. So if your Earth Star Chakra is balanced and, and open and working in the way that we would hope that it would be working, at least, you know, to the best degree that it can. Yeah. Considering, you know, we are people and we're not perfect. Then you would feel that sense of oneness with your earth and with the people around you and with the animals and you'd feel that piece of connection. You, you would definitely feel that connection. Be grounded in this experience. Be ground. Yeah, it's it's very grounded. It helps keep you very grounded in this experience, but it it's also the anchor of which all the other chakras. So it holds us in place basically. Yeah. So we're the ship and it's our anchor. And, um, yeah, so you would feel all of these good things, right? If the, that connectedness, if you have some blocks there, you may feel disconnected. Mm -hmm. 
you may not feel connected to your fellow man or the earth or the animals or you know you just may not feel very in touch at all right and lifestyle can play into that if you live in a city well for one thing we're all running around with rubber soles on our on our shoes yeah so, thing is is not possible right so that that piece alone stops you from necessarily getting that energy from the earth so there's a lot of things that can come into play why somebody may have some issues with their earth star and it's lifestyle it's not you know I've always hated shoes. Mm-hmm. You me can, too. You can look at pictures of me throughout my entire life. I'm I'm the kid with no shoes on. Right. Um, and not a lot of people go barefoot. Uh, digging in the dirt. You know, digging in the dirt. Just sitting, just sitting on the lawn, walking barefoot upon the earth, leaning up against a tree. You know, get out into nature, go swimming, um, sit at the beach, pull up some of those negative ions. Yeah. that the earth has to feed to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of those things can be great in helping to get to restore that. But if you're at a place, honestly, where you're feeling disconnected, you should probably be looking or it would benefit you. I don't want to say you should probably be because we don't, none of us should have, could have, we, we don't, right. none of us have to do anything. But if you're interested in that and you're not feeling the greatest, there's there's probably a lot of little different things that you can incorporate into your life that can help you reach a healthier state in that area quicker. Right. Like what? you can ground your bed. Yeah. Yes. So and, that you're yeah. getting it all the time. And, you know, there's just right. the meditation and the earthing and grounding your bed. And, you know, incorporate you can incorporate crystals into your pockets or onto your body that resonate with that chakra. And yeah. So there's a lot of areas that you can delve into to help you with any one of these chakras right. if you feel they need. One of the things that, that I find, mm. and, and this is for all of the chakras, uh, is that if I am can identify a chakra or identify a feeling and then can identify which chakra that is creating that not comfortable feeling you mm-hmm. know the, where that where that that not comfortable feeling anchors right like a physical feeling well uh, no like an emotional feeling okay. so like if i'm feeling disconnected from my life i'm i'm which you know there's actually some of that going on right now yeah i can sit and i don't want to say meditate but contemplate and kind of put myself in contact through focus with that chakra Visualizing, visualize meditation it, on the chakra. Absolutely, and and really delve into just asking the question: Where is my block? What can I do to fix it? Because, uh, you know, one of the things that when people come to see me as a Reiki practitioner, um, I will will work with them and we'll go through some of this stuff. And I always remind them, you know, like this energy work that we're doing may help you get to where you want to be and 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 remove blockages that you're ready to get rid of but if you walk out the door and we don't want to get rid of those blockages because of, of, pull them right back of in. fear and unsafety because we're comfortable with them right. we'll pull them right back in mm, and right. and all of that work it's not for mm. nothing but all of that work will be undone you know mm. and, and we'll set you in a different place because you have more knowledge but it yeah. it doesn't stay one yeah. of the things that I try to do um, with the the healing of my chakra system, mm-hmm. rather than um, pick it apart and say what's wrong with you and where's the block, yeah. I see it as healed. Yeah. And I send it love. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, that has helped more in the last few years that I've done that than it was in the in the trying to find what the problem is. Because in my counseling and the other work that I do, I'm consistently looking for the problem. Right. So that brings that into my mind and helps me focus on healing it that way. But when I'm working with my energy system, I'm really just trying to send it love and see it as healed so that it's spinning in the way that it should or the way that, not. I don't want to say the way that it should, but so that it's, it's working... In a way that's perfected for me. Yeah. So that if that happens, then I would be aware of what it is, right? So I look at it as once it's healed, I will be aware of what it was. 
So that's that's kind of how I try to work with my energy system is see it as perfect, see it as healed, and give it lots of love. Yes, yeah. Nice. Because it's been ignored for so long, you know. Right. <laughs> my, my energetic body was yeah. ignored for so long. Right. So that's what I do with my visualized meditation. I visualize my chakras. I see the colors bright and beautiful within my body. Um, and I see them working perfectly and expanding outward, nice and open, nice and clear, perfectly healed. And I'm pulling love into them. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So, Earth Chakra, do we think? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it was, yeah, it was interesting to hear about. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one that we go to from the Earth Star Chakra is our Root Chakra. Right. And that's located at the base of our spine within our body. And it's typically known as red. The, the red color, one, yeah. The color is red. And that is the, that's also very grounding. It has a grounding effect. Um, it's not as grounding as the Earth Star. That's like right. the major ground. But it's grounding. And really, that chakra is all about survival. So that's your basic needs. Yeah. So yeah. that's what that chakra is working with, your basic needs. So food, shelter, um, your sexual needs being met so yeah it's just your basic basic of needs yeah yeah and Food, also shelter safety yeah the ability to use the bathroom yeah yeah <laughs> Maslow's yeah. hierarchy of needs Abs absolutely yeah. so it's yeah it's it's really basic and there's you know it's the um who am i yeah in the most basic of forms who am i right yeah so it's the who am I in relation to your family and stuff like that. You're going to hold a lot of crap there. That's going to be a chakra that you hold a lot of crap at. Well, a lot of the trauma that people go through, either perceived or I shouldn't say either perceived or real because it's all real at that point. But yeah, absolutely. You know, whether, Everything's real. Whether it is a, a perception of a traumatic experience or whether you, know, you were actually beaten, uh, all of that resides there that's that's where we connect with our body that's yeah. you know yeah yeah so it really is and so if if it's balanced then we're feeling satisfied and safe and safe yeah and we feel supported by our family and you know we yeah. have that ability if it's imbalanced we're gonna feel like nobody's supporting us and you know nobody understands me no under nobody understands me nobody's supporting me I have it, to work harder than everybody else. Yeah, yep. yeah. Me, those are yeah. those are the things you know that can happen, and like I said earlier, when we're dealing with our chakras, honestly, you know, you, you may say, "Well, I don't suffer from the poor me. Nobody understands me," but yeah, I don't feel very supported. Right. You know, that might be the thing that rings true with you. Like you might not be able to identify your own negative behavior. Yeah. That you can identify that you feel like a victim right yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah so you know you may have just the one area the one thing that you go oh that resonates with me that's i feel like right that's a place that i'm stuck or, or whatever. like jason a few weeks ago when when you were talking about um not feeling my body not feeling mm -hmm. your body yep. that's mm -hmm. the, that's that's where that resides that yeah. piece yep. is there Being disconnected you know fear is a big one if you're in balance there you'll feel fear you'll be afraid yep. of living afraid of life yeah um yeah afraid of life fear fear is held in the in the root chakra quite a bit so yeah, it's red. It helps to anchor us. Who am I? Am I safe? Yeah. Am I supported? Am I loved? You know, that's and it's and it's all really learned around our family relationships. Yeah. So you start it's very primal. It's very primal. And so it starts in your tribe, like where you're being brought up, your perception of things. Yeah. So that's the root chakra. So a balanced root chakra you would you would feel mostly harmonious in your life. Yeah. And an imbalance, you would feel, you know, the exact opposite Not of supported, that. disconnected. Yes. Specifically, again, yes. like I find that one to be really, 
Uh, it's I, a big one for us Americans, at least, I think. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it mentions the sex. So, like, it's funny because there's, you, depending on who you talk to, the sexual chakra is, like, either this one or the next one, the sacral chakra that we're talking well, about. The sacral chakra will be the next one right. in a more emotional way. Well, and that's it. It's, it's Not just a primal two way. pieces of, of that. Mm-hmm. So this is really our physical intelligence mm-hmm. uh, is where we connect with this Very one. Very primal. And then the next one. And then the next one, we come into that emotional. And the next one is the sacral chakra. Right. And that is right across your your lower abdomen. Yeah, just, just below yeah. your belly button, right? Yeah, just two inches below the belly button. Yeah. And then... Yeah, so that's the Dantian. The what? Is that that one? That's yes, the Dantian. The Dantian. Yeah. The, the muffin top is what I yeah. would call it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if it's like me, you know? And the color is orange. Yeah. So, yeah, the color is orange. And this one's, a, this one's pretty basic, too. It's, you know, the purpose, it governs your emotions. Right. So. It makes sense. Yeah. The seat of intuition. Yeah, it governs your emotions, your emotional well-being, your self. I feel it in my gut. Yeah, Yeah. Uh. your self-expression. So your emotions. Are you safe in expressing yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you feel confident enough to? um, Everybody else is wearing bell bottoms, but I don't like bell bottoms. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep wearing my straight legs, and I don't care what they say. Are you confident enough to be yourself? Or if you were like, or do you me, have crazy to hair, hair, Crazy hair day was canceled at school, and I didn't get the memo, so yeah. I walked in with crazy hair. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That resides. That emotional trauma resides. Yeah. in my sacral chakra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was a big As thing I'm for petting you. my sacral chakra absolutely. right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's self-expression. It's emotional well-being. It's creativity. It's sensitivity. Yeah. It's um. It's sexuality. Right. So not sexual needs. Sensuality. It's sensuality and sexuality. Right. So it's not your sexual needs. It's not that primal thing, but it's that. Emotional piece. That emotional piece of your sexuality. Now, this is also the seat of the inner child, correct? I mean, that's that's the way that I've always viewed and, and seen it talked about. The inner child, there's several different ideas of the inner child. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. I'm so, well, here. only a couple, really. But, yeah, some people talk about that being in the solar plexus, and some people talk about that being in the sacral. Now... I don't think it matters much where you envision it. Right. I envision my inner child literally being inside my stomach. My inner child's a little bit big to only be in one chakra system. So if I think about that, when I'm healing my inner child, I have one hand on each chakra. Yeah, I think of my inner child as its own being. Yes. Like with its own chakra system. Yes. So the way that I... Yeah, it's definitely a piece of me within me. Right. Yeah. So the way that I have come to understand is that so you have your inner child, which generally that spirit resides in your uh, in your abdomen, you know, in in the sacral chakra, Mm -hmm. and then as as you evolve, but you're already evolved, so at different spaces, it also takes up residence in your solar plexus. There we go, and uh, and has a purpose there, and then eventually. it gets in touch with what would be considered your higher self when it sits in your heart chakra. That's, and I don't know where that came from. It's just over the course of the it's years. It's very of this poetic. Thing. It is. Um, and I don't know, you know, again, it's, yeah. it's one more perception of, yeah. of growth yeah. and, and enlightenment. I, when I'm working with my inner child, which is, a, I do a lot of work with that inner child. Yeah. I think we've talked about that in other episodes, but... Um, I literally work with that inner child and that's what I visualize and that's that's what I work with a little being of me right Um, I don't necessarily connect it to my chakra system because I personally and this is just me in my own work you know trying to to be the healthiest version of me I personally feel that my inner child deserves to be its own entity gotcha and to have that attention put there and my wheel is something different and that's you don't connect the two my my energetic wheel is my energetic wheel and my little person is my little person gotcha yeah yeah cool i just 
that little person really needs my devotion and not to continuously be told she's something other than right if that makes sense so that's just me and my own work um but yeah we're often told that the inner child resides within either behind the solar plexus or the sacral chakra and when i'm healing my little child at night when i'm doing my hands-on yeah i see her sitting very comfortably within me in that area and i have my my hands on that radiating that to her when i'm ready to then take her out of there and go work with her separately that's what i do i see her moving from my body just like you might see your spirit moving and visualized i know meditation for me one of the 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 pieces while working with the sacral chakra that has been very helpful um and people kind of look at me funny when I when when I tell them this until they've tried it because they're like okay kind of weird but I if I'm going through a real rough time on that emotional space and that emotional uh, trauma dealing with that I will put one one hand on my on your heart of, on my on my heart and then I will literally pet my belly yeah for all intents and purposes you know and just you know just to soothe it and I find that very I find that. I I connect very well with my inner child at that point, making sure that I feel like I'm safe. But it also is very physically bringing me back into that that really emotional safety feeling. You know, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know. Yeah. So if you're balanced in your sacral chakra, Mm -hmm. then you would allow yourself to experience, right? So, and I like to say that you would allow yourself to experience and then add things that you might allow yourself to experience. Right, fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, you would allow yourself to experience intimacy. You would allow that and accept yeah. that and be comfortable with that. So you, you would allow that. You would also allow yourself to give that because you'd be balanced in that. So we're talking about our emotional well-being, right? Right. that's within that chakra. You would allow yourself sexual intimacy if you were well-balanced in that area. Um, you wouldn't be afraid to experience our very physical life. Right. That, that you know, because this is one chakra above your root. Right. Right? So that's your primal, and now you've come up into your emotional, and you would allow yourself to experience without fear. Yeah. So, and again, you may be allowing yourself to experience lots of things, but, oh, there's that one thing. Right. Bam, that that makes sense to me. And that's because we all have experiences that create trauma that we interpret in a particular way and we'll hold that energy. Mostly because we haven't been taught how to not hold it. <laughs> right. Because mostly we've been taught to buck up. You know? Right. Put up a shut up. So I don't so, think that we said anything about the color i don't know if we could said the color yeah yeah it's orange yeah so it's orange it's also our creative side i i did we mention that because in only in passing yeah this is this is where we are with that that's the yeah it feeds your creativity so Mm -hmm. whatever your creativity may be you know whether you're an artist or a musician or a writer or a landscaper or um, home and you know home decorator or you know this is where that creativity comes from yeah. this is where it starts even if you're just like it makes sense that it is connected with the child then. yeah 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 so like you know we, not all of us are out creating big things but you know you may be a dad who's out in the backyard creating with your children or yeah. a mom who's creating beautiful meals for her family that's where that passion for creativity comes from so and that creativity is actualized through the next chakra that we're going to yes. talk about. So our next... I love how they're all connected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as we go and up... It would make sense that they are. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. If but they, it's still just... Yeah. I would almost think that there was something wrong with the process. If, if they, they weren't. Were, right. It still just right. blows my mind, though, to, to watch that connection, yeah. even now after so many years yeah. of, of learning. So, yeah. So the, the sacral chakra, you know, you... You um, allow, yeah. allow experience. That's a nice way to think of it if it's, like if it's flowing. Lot. You allow your experience. And then the solar plexus chakra color is yellow. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> so, you know. Sunny. Yeah, we're looking like the rainbow. You see how the red, the orange, the yellow. So the solar plexus is located, you know, if you were to put your fist on your belly, above your belly button, in between your your rib cage and below your chest. Just about where your sternum is. Yes. Like where you give CPR. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's your solar plexus. And that's yellow. It's 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 just a, a bright, beautiful yellow. The happy color. Right. Happiness, right? So that's what we're basically going into with the solar plexus. Our color is yellow. The purpose of it is the core of our identity. And if we're if we're well balanced in that area, then we're confident. Mm-hmm we step into our power you know we're not we're not running with fear we're more logical beings because we're confident we can make those decisions we understand ourselves we're self-aware right right so all of those wonderful things happen when your solar plexus is is working itself so it's it's your personality your identity your ego um and all of that great stuff now, when it's balanced, I already said you'd be confident, you'd be reliable, you'd make good decisions. You know, again, we're not perfect. So if we're reliable 98% of the time, we're doing pretty good, right? right. I mean, there's going to be times when we're not always reliable. Or You're so funny. You always have to talk about the exception. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because the comparing and thinking that you're not up to... The 100%, I think, just, it's it, it it's not healing. I wonder how it's much of that. It's not healing. Because I know for me, I wonder how uh -huh. much of that resides in, in our sacral chakra. We're going to bring this back to the chakras. Um, in, in that continually hearing that you are not good enough, you are not right. good enough, you are not good enough. So we have that. I know for me. So we definitely, yeah. I'm always very quick to go, well, there's an exception. Because I don't want anyone to feel that because they're not where we're talking about. That, that they're, they're not, not healed. Yeah. yeah that, that they don't have the ability to heal. Because I think that scares people sometimes. And, oh, yeah. And that will stop you from even well, it attempting Well, so much judgment mm -hmm. that we block ourselves from that space. Because why bother? If we're not there, right. then why the, why the hell? Right. Know? Which is exactly the opposite of what we're trying to do. Exactly. With, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so you have the ability to consciously act when your solar plexus is working. Right. In a nice flow. Even keel, yeah. Yeah, so with your sacral chakra, you have that allowance for experience. And with your solar plexus, you have that conscious, conscien conscious awareness so that you can consciously act. Right. And have that ability to do that. So in my experience and, and my, <clears throat> my learning, the, the, the creativity starts in that sacral chakra mm -hmm. and then is manifested through your uh, solar plexus. So Having the confidence to do it. Right. Yeah, that, that solar plexus forward. is how we manifest. Yeah. Um, it's also where we connect with, like you said, that, that identity, how we identify. But it's, it's one of it's, the places that we manifest. Right. Yeah. And oh, so one of the places. So now that's this is that's, the main manifestation chakra according mm, to what I've read and understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so how does So we're that gonna work? learn more about that as we go up okay, to so, those higher so chakras. So further up. Okay. Yeah. So the manifestation for this tends to be more of like life manifestations, like the car, the family, the that's, money. The money. That's the understanding that I've always held of this. From what I've experienced. For, from what you're, because you're pointing to your heart, but we were just talking yeah, about the solar plexus. Yeah, I know, like, I'm, I'm really, this is... Okay, so we're in the solar plexus. Yeah, yeah, and you all don't know what they're pointing to at all. Right. Yeah, so the manifestation that would technically come from your solar plexus yeah. would be the confidence to even manifest, right? Gotcha, okay. The knowing that you can. Nice, nice. So it doesn't really matter what it is that you want to manifest, whether it's a tree growing in the front yard or a right. check in the mailbox that knowing, that consciousness. Okay, and that's what creates that, that space. Yep. Nice, I like that. Yep. I like that a lot. Yeah, so that brings us up to the solar um, plexus, and then next week did we, we talk will about be... how that looked unbalanced? Oh, I don't know if we did. I don't think so. So no. the imbalance is, 
I, I'm glad that you said that because this is fun imbalances. Yeah, I, I just, I'm reading and I, I just, the little notes and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So if you have excessive energy in your solar plexus, which is something that I, that was my place. Yeah. The, that's what I had. It was, it was pretty overactive. Um, you will be reactive. Yeah. You will be very reactive. You can uh, suffer from a lot of stress, a lot of outbursts. And those were the things, and anger, and, you know, yeah. high levels of anger. And those were the things that I was holding in my solar plexus, something that I've been working on healing yeah. for, for a while. So that's what I dealt with, you know, that over, over amount of energy in there. But... So you can also egotistical. <laughs> it's just like is that like well, you because this I one's was, about stepping into your power. I was like, like right. yeah, I was the train that would run you over, like so so overly because right. you didn't care. I about didn't. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I just you didn't even right. see it as a thing. You know, when I started learning about my chakras and what they held in their purposes, you can really laugh at yourself Yeah. when you see oh, yeah. what it is that was going on with you. So that was what I was dealing with. I was a, I was just a force, crazy. Um, but you can also be inactive there. So if you yeah. have a block there, you can be inactive. And th- that would look like, um, you know, allowing life to pass you by and staying stagnant. You know, severe depression can come into the solar plexus if you if you have an inactivity there so right those are the things yeah and like we no about, initiative like you don't want to move you're, oh god that's where i am right now i don't want to move i don't want to i have no initiative right and we've known for a while you know yeah. meditate on the yellow with you that the yellow yeah. would be good for you and yeah i don't own any yellow this is so this is yeah i, I want to introduce this piece like one more piece here is that you know color therapy is really good when you were working with those chakras because they all have that color, that perception piece to it. I don't own a lot of yellow. I have one yellow shirt. Yeah. And I hate the color yellow in paint jobs anywhere and everywhere. So there's no yeah, yellow I in my love house. Yellow. Um, lots of yellow herbs. Lots of yellow herbs because, you know, they've been around for way too long. And, uh, <laughs> but, but it looks, it, it, it looks and feels good to wear yellow. Like, you know, I, I need to actually bring that yellow or I feel like yeah. I need to bring that yellow into my life yeah. to help activate that energy more. Absolutely. And there are other things that you can do if you're really just, if you really just don't care for the color yellow. I mean, I love it. You've been to my house. Right. Oh, I know. The brighter, the louder, the more I color. I love it. And I'm okay because it's but, your house. Like, right. That's fine for me. Like, right. that doesn't bother me there. But like in my own house, no. But there are other <laughs> ways that, you know, as we had stated in the beginning, there are other things that we can do. Like essential oils are wonderful for for um, healing the for energetic body. And yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, lemon balm. Yeah, yeah, there right? you go. Yeah, lemon balm. Rub some of that on there. Um, meditate. Yes. You know, visualize the meditation on the yellow. Um, mm-hmm. Throw some citrine into your pocket. Yes, and I love citrine. I it's do too. Beautiful. The manifesting stone yeah. is you know so. You um, can paint yourself yellow. I'm not sure I'm going to be painting wear, myself yellow. Wear something yellow underneath the clothing that you don't have to look at. So know? basically, wear yellow underwear. Yeah, yeah. Throwing <laughs> yellow underwear. Socks. Yeah. Yeah, socks. socks you know, just incorporate um, yellow food. Yes. So ingesting, especially where that's right there at your belly, your yep. tum- your stomach, you know, you can incorporate any type of food into healing your chakra system. When you're doing anything with the power of the mind and the intent, yeah, it just ramps up. When I so was... eat the yellow food, put the squash, the summer squash to you, and right, things like I that. I still have another another summer squash. Yeah, uh, one of the things that that came up while I was doing work with the Ayurvedic traditions, which is where a lot of where I, I've done most of my seeking with chakras, yeah, is that space. So yeah. every food has. Um, multiple dimensions that we don't think about that that do correspond to their color, to how spicy they are, to how wet they are, to how they also you know, have a vibrational match with our chakra system, and, and that's where they connect. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of there's a lot of color pieces to yeah. that. So if I'm finding, you're right. If I'm finding, and I don't always think about that, that I'm having issues with that chakra, I should eat more yellow foods. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways that you can incorporate, you know. 
healing process to your energetic body. Absolutely. And intention, you know, the intention of that. That's why I say I always like to see them, see them healed and loved. Yeah. They're perfect. And I love them. And that's my intention. So nice. I believe intention goes a long way. So what are we going to who which which chakras are we going to work on next week? Next week we're going to start at the heart. Yep. And we're going to go from the heart to the crown which is in that place where you often see the male pattern baldness as right. Jason <laughs> as Jason had said earlier. So next week we're going to work from the heart to awesome. the crown. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just realized we did that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Oh. Well, we wouldn't be ultra spiritual if we didn't. Right. That means my chakra. Which one of my chakras does that mean is closed if I'm not ultra spiritual? All of them. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling T H R O U 2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.